1: So today, as we finish up Acts chapter 12, uh, this might seem like one of those passages that's just kind of there for historical information, um, that it's just kind of there to reveal to us kind of where we are in the timeline of history, which is a really important thing, and that's not something to gloss over. But it also has something, I think, that we can really practically learn um, about our life and and just how to give God glory and the situations that we're in and the life things that we go through. And so uh, let's read Acts chapter 12, verse 20 through 25. It's kind of intense, uh, but we'll talk about it after we get done reading. So it says, he, that's Herod, had been very angry with the Tyrians and the Sidonians. Together they presented themselves before him. They won over Blastus, who was in charge of the king's bedroom, and through him they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food from the king's country. So on an appointed day, dressed in royal robes and seated on the throne, Herod delivered a public address to them. The assembled people began to shout, it's the voice of a god and not of a man. At once an angel of the Lord struck him, that's Herod, because he did not give the glory to God and became infected with worms and he died. And then God's message flourished and multiplied. And after they had completed their relief mission, Barnabas and Saul returned to Jerusalem, taking along John, who is called Mark. So it's a pretty intense passage, let's be honest, where Herod is is proclaiming this public address to all these people. The people start shouting out, this is the voice of a God and not of a man. And it says that an angel of the Lord struck him, that's Herod, because he did not give glory to God. And Herod became infected with worms and he died, right? Pretty pretty intense here, and it's it's kind of one of those passages that I think we and we said this way back in Acts chapter five too. But there's some passages that people will say, um, or there's some argument people will say where it's like, I mean, the God of the New Testament is so different than the God of the Old Testament, and and I, I see where they're coming from from a ballpark argument, and I see where they're coming from from um, just a very I guess light reading of Scripture. But man, you see some places in Acts where. It, it doesn't seem like God is all that different, right? And, and I think, as we've talked about a lot, the the new Christians, they would not have said that God is any different. The, they're not doing a break from Judaism. Christians in the early church, and the New church, Testament church, Peter and, and the apostles, they're believing that Jesus was the fulfillment of the, new Test, of the Old Testament. And so it's not a break from the Old Testament. It's just a continuation of the story of, of God redeeming the world. And now they know that God's redeeming the world through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And so that's a, that's a different tangent for another day. But, but, it's a, it's a passage here that shows, man, man, God is still serious about his glory just as much in the New Testament as he was in the Old Testament. Because the interesting thing here is, is Herod is not saying that he's a god. In this passage, at least he's not. Man, maybe he said that in other places, but here Herod's not saying that. He, he's not giving the speech and then saying, listen to me because I am a god amongst men. That's not what he's saying, right? But people are saying that about Herod. They're saying it's the voice of a God and not of a man. And apparently Herod is doing two things. He's believing them and he's accepting that. And then on the other hand, he's not condoning them, right? He's just letting them say it. And man, God takes his glory seriously. Man, it, it should scare you and it should scare me something when, when man, I take the glory for myself for a certain gift that I have or a certain thing that I accomplish or something like that. Man, man as Christians, we are, we are living um, what, I, what I like to say is directional lives, right? Colossians 1 says that all things, so all things, you were created, that's you, right? All things were created by him, through him, and for him. That for him is a huge deal. That's for Christ. And so all things were created by him, through him, and for him. So you and I as Christians do not exist for our own glory. We exist for the glory of God. I think about um, last year, back in 2018, we went through a series on Wednesday nights where we talked about the Reformation. And the Reformation series we talked about is that we are saved by grace alone through faith alone in christ alone according to the scriptures alone and to the glory of god alone right that's what we rarely talked about in that series and, and all that was directional to the glory of god alone god is serious He's serious about getting his glory, which is such an incredible thing. And so here, Herod is taking the glory of God for himself. He's calling himself a God. He's, a, well, he's not calling himself that here, but he's letting people call that um, or say that about him. And, and God is not going to let this happen, right? God gets the glory, and no man can steal glory from God, nor should they. And and so God takes His glory very seriously here, and it's something that we should reckon with. It's something we should wrestle with. Okay, with with the gifts that I've been given, with the talents that I have, with the things that I do, am I seeking and am I striving for my own glory? Or am I seeking to live a directional life in which I give glory to God? And and so that's such a huge thing, huge thing to get um, that, that our lives are directional. All things are created by Him, through Him, and for him. My life should be um, just a megaphone for the glory of God. And and is my life being played out in that way? And am I living my life for my own glory or am I living it for the glory of God? That's a question worth asking today.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15.